Hey friend, welcome to today's podcast episode and today is kind of like a Q&A. Well, it is a Q&A because I put a question box up in relation to the last two podcast episodes that were released on what is hard about getting in your workouts or sticking to your nutrition during the summertime and I got some really great examples that are specific in my DM or like my little question box and so I was like I'm just gonna riff them on here so whether you've listened to the previous two episodes or not I think just taking these real life type of struggles and scenarios will be super helpful to you or at least I hope that they are because with summertime you can absolutely still stick to healthy habits and a routine that will keep you working towards your goals that will lead to you ultimately feeling really good and really confident and also enjoying the things that you love to do just because we are getting older doesn't mean we have to stop swimming or water skiing or all of those things and when we change our mindset from our workouts and eating healthy to being about how our body is looking and really change it to how is this enhancing my everyday life it is like a magic switch that happens and you no longer are dictated by motivation or results driven you guys for like the last year and a half i have been working out consistently eating fairly healthy and i haven't seen changes in my body and yeah sometimes i do have those internal dialogues like basically during late luteal where i'm like well if i'm working out and eating healthy and i'm not seeing changes in my body and sometimes i see weight gain fluctuations what's the point and i used to get down about that mindset but really when i made the change from thinking at my wellness, my fitness, my nutrition as being for energy in the now and longevity in life, it was a big game changer for me at least. Did want to let you guys know that the Feminine Edge Co. community is still open for founding member enrollment that will close the beginning of June. We are kicking off the membership in our app with Cycle Syncing 101, and it is going to be a great way for you to really understand how to operate with your biological blueprint. So stop holding off, hop in the community. It's already been so nice having this this app and this community of women because one of the past weekends we had a real raw open dialogue about some of the internal struggles that we sometimes have and struggle with in the depths of our own minds and it was so therapeutic to let it out to them they corresponded with a lot of how they were feeling this is exactly what i wanted the community to be and we haven't even started yet so get in at founding member pricing snag the intentional productivity course that is the freebie in there i'm also sending out freebie gifts to founding members while supplies last so hop on in right now and let's hop into today's episode Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. 
If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. I love when you guys interact with me on Instagram and I especially love when you answer polls or come into my DMs with certain questions or anything like that because it does give me great ideas to make podcast episodes on and today I'm going to be talking about your guys' obstacles and trials and challenges on keeping a healthy habit, consistent workout routine, or eating eating healthy in the summertime. And I want to just honor a lot of you guys that even though I am taking what it is you struggle with and I'm riffing about it, I know that I'm not exactly walking in your shoes, but sometimes it's really nice to have that third person bird's eye perspective on being out of the situation and the circumstance and you're not taking it like for me giving you advice it's like take it or leave it I just hope that even like one little nugget is helpful to you but I know that there's more trials and struggles that all of us face you know so if this season is really really a, a tough time for you and you have to put certain things on hold that is a-okay, but like I talked about in the intro, understanding why keeping some healthy habits very foundational for you with your fitness and your, your nutrition, it's not just about dropping 10 pounds so you feel comfortable in shorts or a bikini. It's really about understanding why you're doing the things that you do for both short-term benefit and long-term benefit. That doesn't, it doesn't matter if your body changes or not, but you're building strength so over time you can be independent at 92 years old. I always reference my grandma on here, you guys know. Or keeping up with grandkids. Or, you know, if it's just you're in your 30s and you love water skiing or swimming or tubing, but you don't want to just get off the inner tube or out of the water and feel like you are dead because you're aging and your body isn't what it used to be. Working on flexibility and strength and cardio and all of that stuff will help so you can continue to do the things you love. Even doing things like maybe playing on a sand volleyball league or a softball volleyball league. Won't it feel so much better to work on your fitness for those things so you can perform better in that way, right? Okay, let's hop into the first one. I'm not going to say each of your names because I didn't really get permission, But the first one is prepping food slash meals that are easy to put together on weeknights. This is a really good one and this is something where if you dedicate a little bit of time to be prepared, you will definitely save a lot of your time. The ex- another example of this for me is when I realized making sure my kids' laundry gets done on the weekends. Like even if I'm staying up a little bit later to make sure that their clothes are in a load in the laundry and putting it into the dryer and folding it while I'm watching my show or whatever, I realize that that makes the week go so much smoother because I'm not looking for clean socks and clean underwear and extra this and that and that, blah, blah, blah. Everything of theirs is clean. And it's the same with prepping 
foods because when you have prep foods, meaning you're getting home from the grocery store and instead of putting it into the fridge, you're putting it into a bowl of water and some type of cleaner or vinegar to soak instead of putting it in the fridge right away. Or if you are grilling once, we did this literally last night. My husband was going to make burgers, but there also happened to be chicken in the fridge. And he was like, should I make this? And I'm like, well, I kind of don't even know what I'm going to do with it yet. But yes, grill it up. So we have leftovers, both some hamburgers and chicken that will be great for just quick and easy meals. It's a big example today where I have some of my tomato feta and bonza chickpea pasta in the fridge. I'll just heat that up. Also heat up my chicken breast and bam, there was a quick meal that was ready. Sometimes I'll even do things with the kids that are quick. Like sometimes I do rely on, you know, an easy Mac. I'll cut, chop up some chicken for them and then, um, throw a fruit or a vegetable on their plate and it makes for easier meal plating and like putting different things together when you have at least produce and protein that are prepped. Now, if you are somebody who just really likes carbohydrates, you could also whip up some chickpea noodles or bake some sweet potatoes. I know one of my friends really likes to prep sweet potatoes ahead of time, so then sometimes they're using it as a side dish for their dinners. Sometimes she's using it for a um, add-in for uh, egg scramble type of thing. But that way, it's kind of just like a cooking assembly line instead of cooking things from start to finish. So even example of nachos or quesadillas, we have the chicken and or hamburger prepared up. Now, if I wanted to make some type of quesadilla with that hamburger, I would just seriously take the cheeseburgers or hamburger, chop it up, throw it in a pan, and it would be ready to go. So a lot of those things will come to mind when when you're putting this. And I literally just thought to myself like, man, I should think of my five favorite fast meals and put together a freebie for you guys. I need I'm putting it out there to remind myself, wouldn't that be nice to just have five fast easy meals to have on hand if you have a fast easy meal that you love just having on hand it really is quick to whip up most of the members of your family like it let me know the second one is it's the occasional cocktails for me seems to be more often in the summer and on weekends and that I just want to say I I can relate to that too because really the only time I'm consuming cocktails is while we're on the boat and it's hot outside like even my husband doesn't doesn't really buy beer in the winter time because he's like oh cold beer in the cold weather it's just not but having it after he has mowed the grass sometimes I even like when he's grilling I make myself a cocktail while I'm prepping all of the other things in the house I totally get it. And so what I would encourage you to do is have some fun with it, like still have fun with it, but make sure you are prioritizing, I'm going to talk about what I mean by have fun with it, but prioritizing water, prioritizing hydration. And then if you 
so oftentimes with drinking comes the urge to really like indulge in snacking on carbohydrates. And with all that I'm learning about blood glucose now through Glucose Goddess on Instagram and in her book is you really want to make sure you're not just like constantly having these huge blood sugar spikes and having you know, protein and vegetables, having a meal with your cocktail is a really great thing. Not just snacking on chips and salsa, having, you know, protein and vegetables. So you're having fiber and greens and all of that. But really, when it comes to having cocktails, have some fun with it. And what I mean by that is I love making like spritzer cocktails. I do this a lot of times with my friends. We like, um, Moscow mules, but ginger beer and especially the ginger beer is very high in sugar. So one of the things I like to do is I'll put in the amount of vodka. I'll put in a splash of the good ginger beer that is high in sugar, but it's just like a splash of it. It's just like a little bit of it. And then I'll top it with something like lime spindrift. So that is a sparkling water that is you that uses real fruit. I really do like spindrift when I'm making like different types of cocktails. I love using spin spindrift as like my filler. So it's really like the alcohol, the majority of it is spindrift and then add the splash of ginger beer and it is so good. And you could really do that with a lot of different things. I've seen on TikTok lately, um, getting a bottle of the Simply Limeade and then putting jalapenos in it and then using that as like your margarita mix. What I think would be so delicious is you take your tequila, you take maybe pineapple spindrift or maybe you like another type of flavor. You take your tequila, pineapple spindrift, and then top it with some of that Simply Limeade with the jalapenos in it. You've got like a great marg. And so you're not just stuck to like boring vodka, soda water, or tequila, soda water, and lime. You're adding a little bit more flavor of it. Another really fun one that I want to try this summer is there's the strawberry lemonade at Aldi and I think it would be so good to do vodka strawberry lemonade and some type of spindrift on top so majority of it is the sparkling water if is that makes sense but it still like looks it still is so good you can add fruit in it to make it even more refreshing and I actually really love making low alcohol content cocktails so sometimes I'll even take I love the Truly Margarita pack. And last year it was the Truly Lemonade pack because I don't think the Margarita pack was out, but the Truly Margarita pack. And if you mix that with the Spindrift half and half, so if you're making it for a girlfriend, you guys really are splitting it two or maybe even three ways, topping it with Spindrift. And it's a low alcohol type of cocktail that still tastes so good and so refreshing, but it's still kind of fun to have. When I was pregnant with my second, I actually was craving a ton of different types of like spritzers. I I loved getting um, things like refreshers from Starbucks. And since we really don't live by a Starbucks and I didn't want to spend all of the money on it, I started getting even creative doing things like that with various um, mixers and juices and mixing my Spindrift, or some of you can use if you like LaCroix, or if you like Bubbly, whatever it is that you prefer, but mixing a little bit of that like fruit juice or 
um, type of juice mixes that you can get at the gas station, but then like really having it be a one to four or one to three ratio of the sparkling water paired with whatever type of juice it is. Another one I used was that buy. It's in a bottle with a white label, but the buy juices it's they market themselves as healthy you guys but i really want you to understand what they are like yeah they probably have some additive added act antioxidants and vitamins and stuff but it's still a juice but i would pour some of that into my cup and then have the majority of it be like spindrift or something like that and i loved it i loved having those types of spritzers so you can do that kind of stuff even with or without alcohol all right so let's move on to the next one which which is less structure and more downtime at home and this is coming from a teacher and i want to just say to you like enjoy that enjoy that i was literally just listening to another podcast where the podcaster was talking about her summer bucket list and how she has for so long been somebody who wakes up at just the earliest of early in the morning because she thought she had to get all of her things done. But she's challenging herself to honor this less structure and this luxury of not being out the door at a certain time for herself and her kids and sleeping in. So one of her goals is to sleep in and I think that's great. And so I I wanted to use that example because it's really about settling and understanding what season you are in right now. And with this less structure and more downtime at home for you, you know, think think to yourself like what what luxuries of having less structure do I want to take advantage of? And is it sleeping in so you stay up a little bit later? Is it, you know, with more downtime at home, is it, you know, working out at a different time or getting outside or having you and your kids go to the park and you getting in like 10 minutes of movement during that? Wanting to take advantage of what is out of typical routine, especially in this situation of when you are teaching and when you're not, like fully take advantage of what you can do and be like, I get to do this because this is a different season. If that means like grocery shopping during the middle of the day or in the early morning, like yay you, take advantage of that. I would encourage because I do think, I know you have small kids at home. It does make it a lot smoother when your kids kind of wake up and know this is this is the routine and my, my girl, Chelsea Jill, um, on Systemize Your Life podcast has a lot of, oh, she has such a great episode. I'll link it in the show notes or come to my Instagram and remind me, but she has such a good podcast episode on stay-at-home mom, like rhythm and routine schedule with her wisdom because her and I both went through that season very messy and she created this like beautiful podcast episode that is about like this is what I would do if I did it again to have systems and structure but like take advantage of some of those things that are outside the norm and if one of those is sleeping in if it's staying up later if it's going to the grocery store in the morning instead of the evening like take advantage of the different take advantage of this different season and especially with little kids like doing things differently will also help um, with the day-to-day 
groundhog day kind of feeling that happens when you're at home with little kids, right? The next one is activity in the summer just tends to be justified with the extra snacks. And I think it's it's fun to have those extra snacks and it kind of goes back to what I talked about on the former episodes. If you're in those specialty moments where there's like those snacking opportunities that aren't there at any other time, but if it's just mindless snacking, I really would just encourage you to change you know, how you are thinking about it. If it's something where you're like, yeah, I'm going to enjoy this. This doesn't necessarily become a habit that spirals out because we don't go see these people or do these things unless it's like special time in the summer. But if it's other time and we have to stop thinking about calories in versus calories out. So if you work out, you burned more, therefore you get to eat more. Because remember when I talked about in the intro of this, It's not about that. It's not about working out to burn the calories or see the changes in your body or fit into a smaller size. When you have the different mindset of my food is there for my energy, my workouts are there for my longevity and also my energy and my mood boost, you you eliminate that like calories in, calories out, outdated information or you then see it through a different lens, right? So regardless of whether you work out or you you don't, and especially for a lot of us where our workouts aren't training like an athlete. So this type of conversation in the bodybuilding world is totally different because somebody like that, yeah, wants to allocate different calories uh, based off of a rest day, a leg day. Like that is different than what we are doing as moms that are just trying to maintain our bodies, keep us healthy and strong and fit so we can live our lives. It's not our professional focus because a lot of those bodybuilders do. It is their main full-time focus. Their body is their job and is everything to them. And for us as moms, like that's really not our path and that is okay. Like bodybuilding community, don't come for me, but justifying more food because you've worked out like we've got to we've got to clear that mindset because working out is not for the calories it's not for the burn it's not for not for anything other than how it's going to enhance our lives and food is the same and oftentimes you guys with snacking and snacking foods those are the foods that if if you're especially carbohydrate based and you're eating them on an empty stomach you're going to elevate your blood sugar and then your energy is going to drop and then you're going to want to elevate your blood sugar and then your energy is going to drop and when you start eating in a way that is fueling and filling and and satisfying, like even with snacks, having well-roundedness to them with protein, fats, carbohydrates, and fiber, you're going to notice that you're not going to want to snack as often because it's not having that like dip in blood sugar, right? So the next question is, Eating healthy is the biggest struggle. Sun sunsets later, more outdoor snacks, evenings, ice cream, but also wanting to enjoy everything with family. And that's where too, I want to just reiterate the nutrition episode that I did previous to this one, where it's like, if you guys have three, three ish, and that's generous three-ish very special occasions where you're going to get ice cream with your family, you're going on a date night with your husband, and you've got a family gathering on the weekend. If you have three eating opportunities that even that is you just eating straight up trash, 
you eating well-rounded, very nourishing meals is it will kind of counterbalance that. And depending on the portion sizes that you're eating in the indulgences that you have and what you are eating, you could really balance it out or have the scale kind of tip in your favor. I want to enjoy the summertime season, but I also don't want to get to September and be like, um, where did this 15 pounds come from, right? I want to get to the end of summer and I want to be like, I feel strong and lean and like I was active and then I enjoyed myself outside and I took advantage of this season where fresh fruits and vegetables are prevalent and like are amazing and delicious. They're not like that all year round, like for us. So, but yes, I also want to actually at Costco, they have a ice cream, an ice cream sundae type of kit. I told my husband, I'm like, you need, if you see this, you need to pick it up because how fun will that be to have on hand ice cream and sundae stuff? So if, if company does swing by, or if we have like the neighbors over or whatever it is, and we just want to do something like some fun little sundays for us and the kids, we have that stuff on hand. I'll have my portion and I'll get over it, right? And um, that's where I hope that it lies for you with summertime. And I do hope that the last episode on nutrition is, is even more helpful with that. And then the last one was working out in the heat. And I definitely, like, I get it. But also I'm like, well, majority of us have air-conditioned houses. And I work out inside. I also tend to schedule my walks for morning-ish or evening-ish. But also, it's not hot here very often. So sometimes I'm just going to enjoy the sweat and enjoy the heat and make sure to really hydrate and have some extra extra things that will replenish my electrolytes. But I think this just boils down to maybe you live somewhere where the heat is just outrageous. And I talked about that too, where if you live somewhere that summertime is just so hot, so humid, like you can't even bear it outside, maybe listen to my winter health and fitness um, plan. It would kind of be around November-ish or go back and listen to those because maybe some of those tips will be more applicable to you if you are in somewhere where summertime is just not the time where where you live people are like out and about and frolicking because here in the midwest like this is our time to get out to have um a lot of activity outside and to be outside a lot because most of the time we are in our houses because it is dark early and it's just a different time. So if you live somewhere where it's just like extreme heat, you may want to listen to my winter edition episodes because those might be more helpful to accommodating to like, it's just your guys's time to be inside more frequently, but yours is because of the heat, whereas mine is because of the extreme cold. Does that make sense? So I hope that is helpful to you and I hope you guys have an amazing summer and I hope, double hope and pray to welcome you into the Feminine Edge community before founding membership closes. You guys have an amazing day and I will talk to you next time.